0: It's a good show. I'm Van Dyke Parks, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andros Jones. Radio, radio, Radio
1: 8-Ball, radio. We're Radio 8-Ball. Give us a shake. We're here in the studio.
2: Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Starburns Industries in Burbank, California, on August 9th, 2018, with our musical guest, Sylvia Black.
3: Hi. I'm just like, I've been here. (laughs) And
2: her friend, Greg Foreman. Yep. Hello. And uh, Sylvia's songs are the are the oracle fodder for our musical divinations on this show, and she's inviting guests and friends and collaborators from her life and travels. And now we're joined by. Uh, I, a, a legendary Francesca. actress, Kitten Natividad. Oh. <laughs> Natividad. I, I, I've...
0: Natividad, Natividad, Natividad,
2: it's great to have you on the show.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
2: I'm a big champion of the of the Russ Meyer catalog, and so it's great to have you here. How do you and Sylvia know each other?
0: Well, let's see. I, I think she came over to visit me with a, a, another lady named Neon and they were going to buy cat litter for me. <laughs>
3: yeah, we were delivering cat litter to Kitten no. for our other friends' cats. <laughs> yeah, that's-
0: I was cat-sitting. Anyway, uh, then, then we just started talking and we had uh, some friends in common and I had a couple of apartments for rent and one, they each took an apartment, so they became my tenants also.
2: Wow! So you're, it, it, are you still tenants? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, oh yeah! She rents a, my little bungalow house behind mine. How cute! It is
3: very cute. It's, it's so amazing! It's a dream situation, and kitten <laughs> is the best landlord. I
0: just sold the. I just sold the apartment building. That is next door to me because, uh, you know, I want to be retired. So everything's good. Everything's good.
3: Yeah, it's a lot of stress, to, you know, having to manage apartments and tenants.
2: Yeah. It's yeah, pretty heavy. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah.
3: It of
0: work. is. It is. And it's a lot of money to put out there to keep a building, you know, standing.
2: That is so.
3: It's an old historic building, so literally to keep it, yeah.
2: You don't have to tell them the exact address, but what, like, whereabouts? No,
3: by, by November I won't, get, and I will be living there. They'll cut this out, but I won't be living there in November. I don't need people to know where I
2: No, there. I'm just, I'm just thinking about like where, just like what Because na- there are all kinds oh, of neighborhoods. Oh, it's,
0: it's, uh, it's around Paramount Studios.
2: Oh, I love. I used to live right around there, and those is it one of those court, those high, those uh, apartment buildings with the courtyard? <laughs> You don't want to talk about it, okay? I'm not. I'm not trying to send send stalkers to your you're house. You're trying
3: to, but. <laughs> what did you? Didn't you just gonna... have one the other day, kitten? I, I I guess so.
0: Yeah. Unannounced visitors.
2: Really? Not cool. Yeah. People who are fans of yours, kitten, like showing up yeah, and.
0: It's a fan, and I I don't I I don't really like him. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Especially if you show up unannounced. That's just completely. great yeah, In this day and I don't.
0: Yeah, I
2: don't like that Well, I love yeah. that neighborhood So.
0: Yeah, but I, I think I'd, Next month Sylvia will be there a year now, right? Yeah, Sylvia?
3: I know, it went by so fast
0: Yes, yes uh, It's been a pleasure She's very quiet She's a workaholic Yeah, I'm Wait a working,
3: second. so I cannot be a
2: workaholic Now anymore. that's uh, there's a, I'm, I'm, That's a contradiction there She's a musician who's a workaholic And she's quiet you can't be yeah. a musician who's workaholic, then you're making noise all the time. I,
3: I don't just do music, and that's why I have no time oh, for anything.
2: Got it. Got it. Editing, editing those videos. Yeah. Yeah, and, got it.
3: And I can and totally I edit music with the headphones, too. Got it. And I've practiced enough bass. I don't practice anymore. To <laughs> I'm yeah. too good. I've no, already mastered just, this
2: instrument. I don't need any more help. On to the next <laughs> yeah. thing. yeah. Arranging but horns. I, I
0: love her music. I really love all her talent. It's really wonderful.
2: Well, we're certainly basking in it here. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really I was really I thought that uh, I had this idea that maybe you'd like scored a film for like Sylvia that you'd scored one of Kitten's films no, or that you had uh, but no, she's your landlord. That's such a Hollywood story. I love that. Yeah, you moved totally. to Hollywood and a screen legend is your landlord.
3: Yeah, so That's... cool. I know, because I'm a Russ Meyer fan too. And and she tells me all these amazing stories I about bet. the other actresses about Russ and like you know, I took her to uh where did I take you? That where's the place that you and Russ used to go to? Oh,
0: the we... oh my uh, Musso. Yeah. Musso
3: I took her Frank. to Moose and Frank and oh, yeah. she was telling me all these stories from then and
0: yeah, it was a lot of fun. So it, Sylvia took me there and it was Fabulous, wasn't it fabulous?
3: Yeah, it was so good. But my favorite story is the one about June Mack, right? Where yeah, she was Roger yeah. Ebert's uh, dominatrix or something, and yeah, uh, yeah. and um, yeah. and her. But she had a boyfriend, and he was a he was a junkie, and and some drug dealers came after him, and she jumped in front of the uh, jumped in front of him and took bullet for him or something, and they both died yeah, took,
0: together. Yeah, they, the bullet went through both of them. Oh, I God. don't, yeah. She was the I black went...
3: actress in, uh, I forget which, was it Up? It was, no, Beneath the Valley. Oh, the because... Ultra June Mac. Wasn't she the yeah. big heavy one with the cheek
2: implants, right?
0: Yes, yes, and she had real big, big, big boobies.
2: <laughs>
3: Unlike all the rest <laughs> of the Unlike all actress, the Russ
2: Meyer actresses.
0: Real <laughs> big
2: boobies, Yeah. But no, but hers were really <laughs> yeah. They
3: were bigger than everybody's.
0: Yeah, she was a madam, and in, in, uh, you know, in, on Sunset Boulevard at the I don't I forget the name of the hotel, but she mostly dealt with uh, uh, transgenders, you know, beautiful transgenders, and she had all kinds of judges and attorneys and everybody that were her clients. <laughs> Wow. And
3: so, kitten, you just got back from Vegas recently, right? What What were you doing
0: there? I won a beautiful award. It's the award Legend of the Year. That means that I really have done a lot for the burlesque community, and uh, they honored me with this wonderful, beautiful trophy. And of course, I I also said a wonderful speech up there when I, at the uh, at the Orleans Hotel Casino in uh, Las Vegas. So that was my big honor, you know what I mean? Yeah, I wish <laughs> I had been there. It
3: looked like a lot of fun.
0: Yes, it, it was, and I, it was a reunion. And to tell you the truth, I learned a lot from my friends, who are also legends, and uh, so I had to thank them. You know, we stole from each other, but we made it even better than the person that you <laughs> first <laughs> Yeah,
3: yeah, that's what you do. Same thing in music. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who would you say are like, who are
2: like when you're talking about these friends who you learned from or you stole from or were inspired by, who would like, who are a couple that you, that you're, oh, uh, like
0: Gina, Bon Bon, Alexandra the Great, uh, Blaze Star, you know, I even, yes, I got to see them perform on stage too, so I was lucky. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah yeah
2: well i could just sit around and and listen you tell stories all night long but we are a musical divination show so we should probably get to your question for the pop oracle what you got for us
0: well um you know how we make well because i'm older now i i always think back jesus like the 70s oh my god those were the good old days and (laughs) then i say oh the 90s oh the good old days but really uh I think I like to make it now good old days too. And is there any chance of making good old days now? <laughs>
3: That's a great question.
2: Yes, is there any chance of making good old days now? Okay, and well to engage the Pop Oracle on your behalf, I'm now going to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 na Wheel of Eight Song number seven, which is Valley Low.
3: Mm. Ooh. <laughs> That's the one that... Okay, here we go. Let's try this. Are you ready for us? Mm-hmm.
0: How does it start?
3: Um, I think you started by yourself and then I came in. All right, let me turn this up a little bit. Give it a little bit of a...
1: Crystalline wrapped up in velveteen here at the lavender lounge. You know, he just hangs around. She got
2: And that was Valley Low, yeah, and think... Sylvia Black. And that was the answer to Kitten Natividad's question.
0: Oh, yeah. thank you. It's beautiful. Thank you.
3: I think that was the most appropriate song for you.
0: Yes, <laughs> and it was like, like the little tingy bells. I love it. I like the instrumental part too. Yeah, it's really, it, it's.
3: we've never played it like that before. It's really pretty.
0: Well, tell, tell are, us you, a-
3: are you playing live? Yeah, I'm playing bass and singing, and Greg is playing 12-string
0: acoustic. Oh, my acoustic. God, it's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wow. Yes.
2: <laughs> so, Sylvia, tell us a little bit about the background of that song.
3: Not sure. I originally wrote it on GarageBand. I disliked it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was just um, a fantasy song, sexy stripper club i I guess I'd heard about something it was like on uh it was like a what's it called local t v shows access like cable Part, access cable access, yeah, yeah, and they were talking about some place in San Francisco, the lavender lounge, and I think that's probably what sparked it and um, yeah, it's just i mean I used to do pole dancing for fun not for money and just for sport. wrapped up yeah for sport you know <laughs> put on my nikes and go do some pole dancing and um
2: you mean like you had a pole in your house and you just I did, did it for fun? yeah
3: it wasn't a house but yeah
2: in your apartment or whatever yeah i yeah. had a friend who taught those taught pole yeah i mean it is really
3: sport like i mean it really is a heavy yeah thing to take on i hurt my back doing it and i had to stop but i really enjoyed it like you know i My mother was really into acrobatics and it's just so similar to that, but dancing, I love dance. You know, it's art. It's very artistic. Depends on how you do it. It's also super sexy if it's done right. And then, um, so it was fun. And I was just, that was just my mindset at the time, I guess. It's just a fantasy song.
2: Well, Kitten, what did you think about that and how it relates to the idea of today being the the good old days?
0: Well, it just, it's very relaxing. It relaxed me and it made me think of the old days and what is happening now. And we just made a wonderful new memory now.
3: Oh, yeah, we did. did.
0: So, and yes, we can do I,
3: blow together sometime. Yeah, might.
0: and so do we
1: what? just
0: did, We
3: could do blow. <laughs> <laughs> when Lydia comes back to town, we'll, we'll go crazy. Like it was 1977.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Oh, oh, I know. You know why I like nineteen seventy the seventies because it was uh, disco. Disco, the four-letter word, disco. <laughs> I just, Except I, I, I would yeah. strip all night long till two o'clock, and then we hit the underground bars and go disco dancing till eight in the morning. Wow, that sounds fun. No, yeah, that's... but I, I, we had a lot of blow. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Now, there's a line wow. in the song that I, if I didn't have the lyrics in front of me, I would have heard it as slip into something new.
0: Yeah, it's nude.
2: I know. It's a great line.
0: Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> Did you say N-U-D-E? or yeah. N-U-D-E? Nude.
2: Be a fish and slip into something nude.
0: Yeah. Well, That's that so- sounds that so provocative. It
3: is. I mean, yeah. oh,
0: I mean wow. in the trans
3: community, you, being fish is being ultra-female. It's like Uh, fishy and maybe it's association with the smell. Yeah. Uh, And then, (laughs) so (laughs) be a fish, slip into something nude and, and I'll just be sexy.
0: Sounds like ready for sex, right?
3: (laughs) (laughs) So appropriate for her.
2: Well, and I, I guess maybe that's it. I mean, the good old days are, have a lot more to do with what's, well, two things. One Just what's going on for you, particularly like somebody somebody's good old days could be the worst time. Like there's a a Kurt Vonnegut book called uh, Mother Night about this guy who was an American spy pretending to be a Nazi and giving out codes while giving these propaganda speeches. And. They're talking about that for him. I was reading. I was listening to a review show about him, and they're talking about that character. That for him, the Third Reich was his good old days. So uh, there are not good days, but they're. <laughs> but for him, and for anyone, like if you're in love, if you're turned on, if you're dancing and doing blow with your friends, I thought I, it's so weird. I grew up in the '80s. No one could ever talk about cocaine. Now every podcast I know is just <laughs> blow and cocaine. It's like people don't care anymore. Donald Trump's president. Time to start. Chopping it up, so
0: I don't really oh, like.
2: Uh, it's not my. It's never been my thing. I I, you know. I
0: don't do it anymore. Oh come
2: on, kitten! You, if <laughs> no. I had a bump right now, you'd be
0: no snorting I, off Syl- I, Sylvia's I knee. Get <laughs> you know, like drink. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I I I do it strictly by memory. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's enough to think about it. And yeah.
0: Your you're right,
3: you're nervous right. system starts speeding up automatically.
2: So, uh, do you, can you get a sense memory if you do like if you if you like just inhale air off of your thumb? Would you get? A, would your brain tell you? Oh
0: yeah, fully. I, oh yeah, well, sure. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a... Then we play Sylvia's music, and then we just you know party.
2: <laughs> Slip into something nude.
0: <laughs> yes. Can I slip into something nude? <laughs> I, I like love her. I want to meet her. She's the best. I love it. Yes. On my birthday, I, uh, I gave Sylvia so... my big jeweled bra, and it fit her like a glove.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if the right, bra Sylvia? fits.
0: It's a very pretty bra. And it fits her just perfect. I didn't know historical. we were... I thought she was huge. I guess I, I was, have. too. <laughs> I mean, you know, with the boom.
2: <laughs> I, I could only have hoped that this conversation would go here. But I'm just going to oh. just keep letting it go.
0: Oh, sorry.
2: No, no, not it's, at all. You
0: know, you know, girl talk, you know, broad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the only other time we've gotten into... Uh, into bra and panty talk, uh, it was a, it was in, in a totally different context. Uh, I th- what was it? There were, when we had uh, there was a band called Bad and Bed, and we had the comedian Martha Kelly, who's on the TV show Baskets. If you've ever seen yeah, that? and they were talking about how they buy each other buy cute panties to send each other. And but then when Aww. they when they were saying that they were like looking they're saying as if I had said anything they were like hey keep it in your pants and I'm like I'm just standing here <laughs> you're talking about this why why are you bringing me into this so well, I really appreciate that you're all you're that you're talking all sexy and not like assuming that I'm over here leering with my tongue out and my hand down my pants uh, I'm gonna wait till I, I, I get get home for that I'm just gonna get wait you know, yeah. so thank you thank you kitten yeah. clearly cl- clearly. You, you have a, a, a mature and enlightened attitude towards sexuality and I appreciate that
0: I I really I really think that sex is like fun to me yeah
3: you've seen her movies right Oh super fun
2: her her movies you said yeah, yes. yeah
0: it's fun It's nothing like um, dark. It's not dark sex, it's fun <laughs> sex.
2: <laughs> not gonna make a comment. And when you're talking,
0: I've, d- I've done dark sex and it, it was very depressing.
2: <laughs> so, when, when you talk about her movies, Sylvia, you're talking about the Russ Meyer films, or they're Because I, I yeah. actually, ha- I mean, she's been in a whole bunch of other films yeah. one of the airplane movies, you
0: know. Yeah,
3: I'm thinking specifically, yeah. uh, what's the one that Ruddy said he watches certain scenes over and over again?
0: I, I never heard him say that. To he me. said that to you? Once. Wildlife?
3: No, it was um it was one of your biggest ones. It's the one where you were the pink and white checkered dress, that gingham. Oh, yes,
0: beneath the valley of the ultravixens. Yeah. Was it really that?
2: One? I had a I had an interesting experience with that film. So I I had seen Beyond the Valley of the Dolls and I just thought it was oh the coolest my god, thing in the world.
0: Oh so, my god. Yes, and it's all roger's imagination and it's not really his imagination he lived it
2: well (laughs) what so i had seen that film and then there was a russ meyer festival at the theater in hollywood and i was like i don't know probably like 19 years old and i went out to see it and uh that was i was i didn't i was not i I didn't know that i was going to be even more sexy movie than beyond the valley of the dolls was and oh. I have to say that for a for a night, and I and I have a, I don't know, I have a vague memory that you might have even given a shown up as a as like a celebrity appearance. I remember that several of the actresses from the films and they showed beneath the valley of the ultra vixens, and uh, it was a little bit too much for me. To, I've gone back and watched it since as an adult, <laughs> and I can handle it. But at the time, my hormones oh. could not handle that movie. I it was oh. I was exposed. I wasn't literally exploding, (laughs) but I was, couldn't wait to get home is all I'm saying. It was too much. It was too, too much for a 19 year old boy in Hollywood to handle. But I will never forget. I don't think I've ever been so intensely turned on for so long and not been able to do anything about it. It was,
0: thank
2: thank you for that.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) I miss Russ, you know. And I guess we all do miss him. Yeah, you guys but, are really uh, close for a long time. But I hope, I hope he continues to live on, and people, you know, he gets new fans and whatever.
2: Oh, I think he. I, he I think cares? he's definitely one of those filmmakers who will continue. Like, I mean, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls is a masterpiece. There's no. Oh, yeah. There's no. Yes. It's. And it's a timeless. We actually had uh, one of the guys from the Strawberry Alarm Clock in here playing with a band called Icy Hawks in L.A. And when that came out, everyone in the room was just like, "Oh my God, you were in the party scene and beyond the Valley of the Dolls." He's like, he was.
0: Yeah. He was? Oh
2: yeah, he my was God. playing you in the who... band with his mustache and everything.
0: <laughs> oh, it's gonna live on. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. I've seen that film 14 times and I'm, and I'm not sick of it. Oh,
2: every, every frame has something going on there. It's so good. I know
0: Fox was not happy with that film. You know that <laughs> All the
2: better, all the better. Just shows they, you know, they don't know.
0: What really scared me was when, when, uh, that other guy cut Michael Blodgett's head off.
2: Oh yeah. The, the, uh, the, um, uh... Z-man, so oh, Z-Man. John, John Lazar, Z-man,
0: yeah, Z-man. It's you know, it's his happening. That, and remember, it freaks
2: him out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, Well, that part really freaked me out. Which yeah. part? Which part freaked you out?
2: <laughs> oh well, actually, to me, it was really it was more of a cinematic freakout. I had never seen a movie that that was that. Uh, where uh, it was so funny, and it was funny in a way that you couldn't quite tell if it meant to be funny, but the fact that it was so consistently at that tone yes. meant that it had to be intentional. And to yes. me, watching that was like this whole—I I didn't know how you could make a movie like that—that that is that looks like you're not in on the joke for two and a half hours. That, as filmmaking, is that's that's the such an impossible line to to walk and then of course in in retrospect it ends up telling us so much about 1968 and yeah. in that time that it ends up being this time capsule of that so it even at, even beyond it functions in this historical level that is you know phenomenal so what freaked me out about it really was that was cinematically how it managed to maintain that tone I don't know any other film that's ever done that honestly <laughs>
0: Wow! Yeah.
2: Okay. So uh, well, anyway, I I I love I, I'd love to have you on the show again. I it, we, and we well, can tell some more stories.
0: Uh, I'm here, a couch potato.
2: Well, and we won't tell you where that would we'll tell anyone where that is. We don't want any. It's an undisclosed location, somewhere in Hollywood. That's it. That's all you need to know. People, stay
0: Sylvia away. Doesn't, Sylvia doesn't want anyone to know. <laughs>
3: Sylvia's slightly paranoid.
2: I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's
1: the Radio We Show.